let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. The Volume. It's the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel. Football season's here. No better place to get in on the action. FanDuel app is safe. You get paid fast. A lot of ways to play. The spread, the money line, team totals, players, props. A lot of stuff. Over-unders. Jump into the action. Same game parlays are my favorite. Just use the promo code Colin and download the FanDuel app today. Listen, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business, right? The margins have never been tighter. You want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates and fast. That's why you should check out LinkedIn Jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires in America, LinkedIn Jobs. Listen, never been easier to create a free job post on LinkedIn and find a great employee. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, by the way. Spread the word faster. Screening questions. Simple tools. Make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills. Every business owner knows how important it is to finish the year out strong. You need the right team members. LinkedIn jobs. Go there right now. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash Colin. LinkedIn.com slash Colin. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday Morning Podcast. Joe Burrow off another come-from-behind win, baby. My Bengals are good. Joey B has got a lot to talk about. Two thoughts. NBA season started last night. I got an interesting call from somebody inside the NBA this week, and they said, you know, I love that you're getting pushback on the Draymond Green thing because you're right. He said, Steve Kerr's first reaction to the Draymond Green fight, this person said, was very interesting, and he knows Kerr. Steve Kerr may be upset with Draymond, but he's not outraged by Draymond Green. His reaction told us that. It was outraged that the video got out. (laughs) And he said that his second opinion was, I've seen this stuff 20 times. And the executive in the NBA said, if your kid did something, and as a dad, your first reaction was, how'd you find out? You're not really mad at your kid. 
as much as you are losing control of a situation that happens somewhat regularly. Folks, people not in an industry don't understand what sometimes happens in an industry. Years ago, Christian Bale, great actor, blew up on the set. Audio leaked. This is outrageous behavior. What a diva, a prima donna. And then he got multiple roles soon thereafter and won awards and nobody cared. Listen, you're on the set, 20-hour days, on location, having to do the same take 40 times. Somebody makes noise on the set. More than one person in Hollywood was quoted saying, listen, we want these people to be artists. We want them to emote. He emoted. It's not the end of the world. Nobody in Hollywood punished Christian Bale for blowing up. Shit happens in the industry. You just got a piece of audio you don't normally have access to. I don't think what Draymond Green did was appropriate, but the first reaction by Kerr told you the story. He was more pissed that it got out. Listen, there's a reason. NFL practices, college practices. You get eight minutes of stretching video, then they kick the media's ass out of practice. They don't want you in there. Swearing, cussing, physicality, pushing. They don't want it out there because they don't want something that's commonplace becoming a media story. And they have to answer to it. And it distracts the team. So I do about 90 minutes of prep before I do my show. My staff here at The Volume, many of them have seen it. People have asked me, I was asked by somebody once at a company I work at, you should tape it, put it out, the audience would love it. And I said, I don't want them to see it. I swear, I look like shit, I haven't put makeup on. Sometimes, you know, you're trying to figure out a way for a topic to land. Somebody says something crude. If some of those got out, you'd have access to something that's been going on for 25 years of my life. You'd be outraged. They'd be like, what day was that? Tuesday. That's a Tuesday prep show. Not everything is for everybody. I don't like what Draymond Green did, but it's not going to get in the way of the Warriors season. So, People, especially sports fans, love to be right. I don't get paralyzed by it. I'd rather be interesting. And so I've had some good predictions this year in the NFL. The one that's a stinker is Russell Wilson. And people think Colin just admit he's terrible. Well, in my life, I've never seen an athlete go from an A to an A minus athlete to a D athlete. Was he hurt? Is he going through a personal crisis? That's why I don't believe Russell Wilson who was either an A-minus or a B-plus quarterback, is now an, a D-minus to an F quarterback. There's no injury history. He's still young. He didn't go through a divorce. I would blame the coach. Now, it's possible to go from an A-minus athlete to a B-minus athlete as you age quickly. You take some shots. You take some hits. But Russell Wilson's had no major surgeries. None. Uh, and his numbers the last four years in Seattle with a bad offensive line and his 70-year-old defensive coach was 106.5. Albuquerque's best rock. Just kidding. The point being that there's got to be something behind it. Is Mr. Optimistic Russell Wilson playing through injuries? Um, now we hear he's day-to-day -day and may not play this week. Don't forget about coaching. I want you to Google something. 
Matt Ryan's MVP year, and then Google the following year, he lost 35% of his stats going from Kyle Shanahan to Steve Sarkeesian. And we think Sark is at least capable. What if Nathaniel Hackett is Steve Wilkes offensively? What if he's just a whiff? What if he just is Ben McAdoo? What if he is Freddie Kitchens? Is it possible? We all know coaching affects players. You can't get me to buy into a B plus A minus quarterback becomes a D minus quarterback. It doesn't happen for 33-year-olds. There's got to be a component in here we do not see. Mark Schlereth came on the herd on Fox and said, you know, Denver's receivers are overrated. They're not as good as everybody thinks. They're young and they're incredibly immature. That could be part of it. But I, I don't believe in my life, just like you, if you were great at something and then you were suddenly awful at it, my guess is you got a health issue, a marriage issue, or a boss issue. It's got to be one of those. Nobody goes from really good to awful without an explanation. My guess is it's the coach. Tip off the NBA season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get $150 in free bets, guaranteed. $150 when you place your first $5 bet. Plus, FanDuel is the only sportsbook gives all its customers three months of NBA League Pass. Cool. When they make a $5 bet, that's all in the NBA. That way you can watch all the action you bet on. Everything from money line to point spreads to totals. Don't miss your chance. $150 in free bets. Plus three months of NBA League Pass. Gotta put in the promo code Colin. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. All right. 28-37. Four touchdowns. 300 yards passing. Bengals now 3-3. Three and three. It does not suck to win Sunday. Is there uh, Seriously, I'm watching that game. That game, because there was other big games on, didn't get the publicity it should have outside of Ohio and, and in, in the South. It was a great come-from-behind win. Did it feel different at all being in Louisiana? Different than any other road game? Yeah, it was definitely louder. It was, uh, it was interesting to be on the other side of playing against those fans, you really realize how loud it can actually get in that stadium. Uh, it was a, it was a really great atmosphere. You know, it, it was funny. Um, and I, and I've said this, um, it's almost like your, your heartbeat comes down in crisis. Like when they put trips to one side 
and there's a single receiver, Jamar, to the other side, and you see them bringing pressure, the automatic is go go to the single side, right? Like, um, so to me, when when did you realize they were bringing pressure? Because people decoy that. That's the read for you always is here they come. Okay, the safety's moving. I'm going right to Jamar. When did you did you think it was a decoy? Because you could clearly tell they thought we want to get this guy at a field goal range. We're going to create a minus play. Yeah. When did you know for sure? Here they come. Well, it's always. I had a feeling pre-snap that they were going to, but you always got to make sure because you know teams like to show that and then end up bailing out to uh, to double Jamar. And so I I didn't. I didn't expect it, but I kind of had a feeling that they would do it pre-snap, and so I knew exactly where I was going when I saw the safety rotate down one-on-one. Got to go to that guy. And Jamar knows it's coming. He's looking at you. It's a, I mean, yeah. he, that's, the, that's the hot read, right? Always trips to the one side, single to the other, pressure comes, you're going there. And for the record, when that happens, do you always run the same route? How do you know what route he's running? Uh, that, that was just a called route, one of our called plays. He didn't, he didn't have to adjust his route for, for any reason because of the blitz. Um, we had it pr- protected up front. O-line did a great job. Uh, and then Jamar did what Jamar does. It's funny. Of all the cities I've been to in the country, New Orleans is the loosest. It's a, it's a different city. Like when you go there, you drink more, you eat more, you stay up later. It's just a different vibe than the rest of the country. And you can go back to your college days or Sunday. There's a certain vibey, swaggy thing to New Orleans. Did you feel different in your college career or Sunday? That you you just feel there's there's just a little vibe to you playing in that state. Yeah, it's just, you know, I I sat out on the balcony for about 30 minutes just hearing the sounds of the city. There's always music playing there's always people having a good time the the energy of that that city just kind of makes you upbeat makes you happy uh, gives you confidence so it's always fun to be there so um it was a really important win for you guys you guys are also getting into a terrible habit of falling behind it's like just your thing Uh, you're the opposite of the ravens who lead every game by 10 points you trail when you get into that, could I argue there's an advantage to repetitively falling behind? You're very comfortable at it. You did it in the playoffs. It's not ideal, but I mean, you go to your rookie year and to today. Do you feel different trailing than you did your first game as a pro? For sure. You know, the last two years, I mean, really, we had the same problem last year. The second We were a second half team all last year and we were you know, find out we were down 24 nothing to the Chargers, ended up coming back and tying the game, had a chance to take the lead. I mean, every game felt like we were coming back. So we're very comfortable in these spots. And, you know, we've been able to come back in every single game that we got down. We haven't been able to win all of them, make that final play. What was different about Sunday was we were able to come back and we made that final play, the final two, three plays that it comes down to in the fourth quarter in those kind of games. Is your home and away prep? different never you always got to treat every game the same you know maybe you talk a little bit more about communication and hand signals you know throughout the week when you're playing a road game but not as far as film or practice or the routine okay 
explain to the audience here. Silent count. So you hear this all the time by announcers. See, I grew up in a small rural village. We didn't have silent count because you couldn't hear the crowd, right? It's like 80 people at my football games. When you go on the road, you see teams get discombobulated, but you practice all week in silent count. So I'm your center. You come to the line. Explain to my audience what it means. Well, the you know a lot of teams do it differently. They either have their center look between the legs or the guard will look back at the quarterback. And whenever you give whatever signal you have, hand, foot, then the, the center will snap it if he's looking between his legs or the guard will see it and then tap the center. Um, it just adds one more layer of communication when you're on the road. So it makes, you know, you get a little further down on the game, on the play clock. So you got to be in and out of the huddle faster. You know, if you're in the huddle, it might be harder to hear the play. So you have to repeat it a couple of times. So it just usually takes an extra three or four seconds on average, I would say on the road to just operate. So when I, when I watch you in these late game situations, I'm watching you, but I'm really watching the clock. And I always think to myself, people just, fans don't understand this. So you've got the play. You've got an audible. You're watching the defense. You're watching the, the play clock. You're listening to a coach. Go to your first game as a pro and today. Like I always say, whenever you move to a new city, it takes you about six months to where you drive to work. You don't even think about it. It's like the car turns automatically. I don't have to think about how to get to work, but it takes you a while. Is this is it easier for you today to process all that stuff? Were you a little lost as a rookie? It's, that's definitely easier now. I mean, your, your rookie year, and the same thing happens when you're learning a new offense. You see, you know, coordinators changing around the league. You come in, you have to learn all this new verbiage, a new language, basically, about how to call plays. You know, everybody has the same plays. They just call them differently. And so you got to learn this new language. You got to translate it to your old language at the beginning. And then if you're in the huddle, your first year, it's going to be a lot harder than your huddle now because now you can, you've called these plays so many times over three years. If you hear the first part of the play, you can kind of tune out and you know the rest of it. It's not like that your rookie year. So your rookie year definitely takes a lot longer and a lot more prep throughout the week. The, um, so there's been a lot made of roughing the passer. And I, I remember Andrew Luck saying this to me. And I was kind of surprised. He was on with me live years ago and he said, I, he goes, I love getting popped in the first quarter. <laughs> he says, I, and I'm like, dude, that's a no, not great. And he said, you can do all you want in warmups, but when you get popped in the NFL, he goes, it's like espresso. And I think I look at you and I think you're a better late game quarterback than early. And some stuff, I'm better in the middle of my show than I am at the start of it. I've been doing this 25 years. Do you feel like there is a, a, a looseness? Um, like explain your ability. I, I, I felt Justin Herbert, by the way, Monday. And now he had an injury. They could have shot him up with something and he wasn't right for the first quarter. He was just out of rhythm. I know he spent two hours warming up. And then by the third and fourth quarter, he's in a complete rhythm. Take me to that process. Well, by the end of the game, you understand how the defenses are trying to play you. So you have more reps invested against this certain look that you're seeing for, from the defense throughout 
that they were planning on all week. And so now you know how, how they're going to play you against certain formations, two by two, three by one. They know how, you know, you know their blitz pattern for the game. They blitz in on second down, third down. They, they like them blitz first and tens, you know, understand leverages of the corners and nickels. You just have more reps seeing it. And so by the end of the game, I feel like that's when you should be playing your best ball because you've you've seen how the defense is playing you and you've made your adjustments. And so now you're just out, out there playing. So as, as far as getting hit, um, do you feel anybody's ever hit you cheaply? Um, not in the NFL. No. Um, I feel like for the most part, guys are pretty scared of getting that 15-yard penalty. They, uh, for the most part, are pretty respectful. Um, I think guys look out for each other on the field for the most part, and they don't want to see injuries. You know, some guys are, are more intense than others, but you know, I've never had a case where a guy's out there trying to trying to hurt somebody. Everybody wants to to be healthy. Right. Um, everybody plays through injuries. So Russell Wilson banged up. Herbert was not a hundred percent last night. Uh, Dak, Aaron Rodgers this week, you could see him on the camera shots. He kept doing his thumb. Have you ever started a season and ended it without at least one week feeling terrible? <laughs> no, no. That's part of the game. That's uh, part of our jobs as quarterbacks is being reliable and, ca- and accountable to go out there and play, you know, all these guys, the offensive defensive lines are getting in car wrecks every single play. The running backs and linebackers are running 20 miles an hour head on. They're doing all these physical things. I think it's our job as quarterbacks to show our toughness and bring that side out, go out there and play. Everyone's playing injured at this point in the season. Uh, Everybody's got something. Uh, I think that's part of the job at quarterback. You got to fight soon through some stuff that other people might not because you're not going out and running 20 miles an hour on a route. If your ankles rolled, you know, you, you could probably go out there and play with it. All right, guys, before we move to our next topic, we all know professional athletes care about what they look like. And as you know, I care about what I look like right now. I've been wearing a lot of cuts clothing. I love this thing right now. Every cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored look. I got t-shirts. I got these golf shirts. Look great no matter the occasion. Cuts has revolutionized sort of the traditional outdated t-shirt look. All right. If you want a, a long sleeve Henley, no problem. A short sleeve crew neck, they've got it. Cuts has everything you want. And I've got all of it, and I wear all of it. Right now, 15% off your first order. 15% off first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash Colin. Cuts, C-U-T-S. Cutsclothing.com slash Colin. 15% off. They got tees. They got hoodies. They got polos. C-U-T-S. Cuts clothing. Look them up. I got a closet full of their stuff and I love it. So I thought it was the best college football weekend of the year. Uh, I'm not anti-Alabama. I'm fatigued 
from Alabama. So when they lost, I'm not going to lie, I was rooting for Tennessee completely and utterly, <laughs> completely. So, I mean, you you take me to that. I mean, that was your biggest rival. I was I was sort of tickled by it. I like I didn't I didn't even know who this Tennessee quarterback was 6 months ago and I'm like he's like 25 years old, accurate. I mean, really strong and accurate. Yeah, he looks good. He was good. So, I mean, what's it? I yeah. mean, I I liked seeing Alabama get beat. What was your takeaway? Oh, I think that, that was a lot of people's takeaway because they just don't lose very often, right? Right. They have been so good for so long. You said you're getting tired of it. That's because, you know, they have this process and this culture that they've built that they're going to be good year in and year out and they're going to be in contention. Um, so I think that's a, that's a credit to them. Uh, I can't say I would ever root for Alabama. Uh, it was a fun scene to watch on TV. Um, you know, Knoxville getting that win and all those fans celebrating. So it was definitely fun to see. Did Saban recruit you? No, I wasn't exactly the highest recruited guy out of high school. I, uh, did not have an Alabama. Offer, okay. No. So was it Joe Brady that found you at LSU? Uh, so when I was at Ohio State, we had a uh, special teams assistant named Bill Bush, and Bill Bush became the safeties coach at LSU and told Coach O about me when I was transferring. And so that's how the whole process got started. Joe Brady came in before – so I, my junior year, we didn't have Joe, and then Joe came in before my senior year. And – did you know instantly? I mean, Ed's totally different human. I've never met anybody like Ed Orgeron. Like yeah. in football or out of football, he's the, he's just the most unique human I've ever met. Did you yeah. think in the first discussion with Ed? We, I remember my first discussion. I I remember driving away from USC practice. I'm like, I've never had a discussion like that with a person. Yeah. What did you make of Orgeron? It was. Uh... I could tell how intense he was, how much he cared about winning and how much he cared about the state of Louisiana. It really, I mean, that's, that's why I went there is because he sold me this vision of doing exactly what we ended up doing. Everything that he told me ended up turning out to be true and pulled it off. But he's a, he's a special person that, you know, I wouldn't be here talking to you every Tuesday without Coach O. Cause I would probably be working finance or something, but he, he gave me the opportunity and I ran with it. God, do you, re and I wouldn't, this wouldn't bother me at all. Um, if a company didn't give me a shot, like, do you hold anything against Ohio state? A little bit of, I, sh I, I, I proved you wrong. Like I would have that in me. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have some of that, but I also still have great relationships there to this day. You know, I'm really close. A lot of the coaches, are still there that I'm really close with strength staff. I'm really close with, you know, when I'm in Columbus, I try to go see him because we're still close, but uh, obviously there's some of that in me. I think every guy that has played at a, at a high level and gets to this point has a little, little bit of that in them. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't call it a, a grudge or anything. I, I still love all those people, but uh, I'm glad I ended up doing what I did for sure. Yeah. My, my wife's funny. She says, um, she says, I, I one time was talking about balance in my life. And she says, honey, you're balanced. You have a chip on both shoulders. And I was <laughs> like, it's not the greatest quality. I've got kids. But I, there is something 
and I think I manufacture this in my head. I do like, in a weird way, I like people doubting me. Like, what what do you get in your head? Like, in, you're in the NFL now. You make a lot of money now. Life's better now. You got your own place now. You made it. What gets you going? What pisses you off? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody has that little dialogue in their head every day about, you know, what they're working for. Um, I'm just... You can feel it week in and week out how much your mood changes based off of winning and losing. And I'm chasing that winning feeling every week, not just during the season, but starting from the week after we stop playing in hopefully February. You know, that's what you're chasing. They're chasing that winning feeling, that feeling in the locker room after a big win. Everyone's excited. Everyone's proud of the hard work that they put in up to that point. And you went out and got an opportunity and you, made it happen. There's nothing better than that, accomplishing something. And that's that's what gets me going every day. So I, I always think about this. When you fly home after winning in the NFL, I mean, seriously, it's such a – I mean, if you flew to the West Coast and lost, that is a terrible – Horrible. <laughs> Unbelievably horrible. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that'd be like going on vacation with my kids – and losing one of them and having to fly home. It'd be like, like, what's the worst flight you've ever been on? <sighs> um, that one last weekend after we lost to the Ravens, Sunday night was tough. I mean, you end up getting back at five in the morning and you just lost a big game. Uh, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than that. But then on the other hand, you go to New Orleans in a hostile environment and you get a big come from behind victory that flight home is why you play the game. God, that'd be great. Um, 19 players in your pro career have caught a pass from you. We all know Tyler and T and Jamar and CJ and AJ. I'm going to ask you the guys at the bottom of the list with one or two. I want to see what your memory is. Okay. I want to see what your memory is. All right. Trenton Irwin. Do you remember it? Yeah, we still have. We still, or I threw him a, uh, a back shoulder Omaha takeoff on the left sideline against Jacksonville last year on Thursday night. It was a big play for him. Stanley Morgan. Yeah. I mean, he's a great special teams player for us. I probably hit him with a, a hitch, I assume, or maybe a, a, a quick screen. I don't remember that one. All right. One more. Alex Erickson. I threw him a uh, quick screen. Get what? My rookie year. Okay. What's the play called? <laughs> You're not getting that call. Why? For sure. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> you, want, you want the playbook? I'll, I can email you the playbook Please. too. <laughs> I'll just put it on the volume website. It's no big deal. Yeah. By the way. So your base foundational offense is in. When you go back to practice on Wednesday, how many plays are added? Like, is it like heavy intellectual lifting or is it like adjusting what you have? Yeah, it's always it's always a balance, right? Because you watch the film and you've, you know, determine all these game plan coverage beaters for the week. And sometimes you end up with 10, 12 new plays. Uh, and you have to balance, you know, 
how much you can actually put in with going out there and playing free and playing fast and not thinking too much and running stuff that you have reps invested in. And there's only so many reps in the week. And I think that's, you know, we're starting to find that balance of, you know, putting in those five or six plays that you think are going to be really good against their coverage. And then also just running the base stuff that you ran all training camp and you have three years of work invested in. And so I think our coaches are doing a great job of, of balancing that out. Have you ever, has there ever been a play called in a game and you're like, man, we didn't get enough reps on this. I don't love the play. Every now and then, you know, going back college NFL, there's always one that uh, you feel like maybe you, you didn't get this throw in, during the week or that throw. Um, but, you know, I think what's great about what we do is, you know, Zach always asks me, we always have a meeting on Saturday. Hey, we're going through what I like, what I don't like. And for the most part, we're always on the same page about the plays that we like and we don't like. Um, but if there's one that I feel strongly about that maybe I, I don't like as much, he's usually not going to call it because he knows I'm out there and I'm the run trying to execute it and we're the ones on the field trying to execute it. And so you know, I think that's a credit to him. You know, a lot, a lot of coaches would feel, feel the same way that he does. And so I'm lucky to have a guy like him. This week's gold medal performance goes to two NFL quarterbacks who are separating themselves from the pack. Bill's Chiefs was the marquee matchup heading into the weekend, and once again, it lived up to the hype. Mahomes and Allen gave us yet another heavyweight fight, landing blows each until Buffalo landed the knockout punch. It's easy to root for two-star quarterbacks who are fully committed. As we saw with Brady and Manning, Mahomes and Allen are the best of the best and in their prime. There is no debate. Bill's Chiefs is the best new rivalry in sports. This week's gold medal performance sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. The stock market's been plummeting. Many economists predicting it's just the beginning, which could mean tremendous losses in your portfolio. Historically, there's been one answer to this. Gold. In the 2008 crash, when the market dipped, gold went up. Yep, Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-674-HERD. 866-674-HE. Or perhaps download their comprehensive gold guide. It's great at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests. We're gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You have games now. You will be favored. There's some backup quarterbacks. There's some young quarterbacks. So you've come out of a situation where you're in intense road environments, star quarterbacks. How do you ensure, because you could look at that schedule and go, oh, shit, win, 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 win. Like, to me, the responsibility is a little on Joe Burrow to kick ass at practice for the next few weeks. Because I could look at that schedule. I'm a, I'm a second-year wide receiver. I'm like, shit, man, I'm hitting my bonus against that team. Like, do you feel like sometimes in those games where you're favored, you become, your leadership is a bigger deal? Yeah, I think. That's fair to say. I think for the most part, we got veteran guys that understand how hard it really is to win in this league every single week. I mean, nothing is ever easy, no matter who you're playing. And we got veteran guys that know how to practice, get the reps in that we need to get to. Because uh, practice is really where you accumulate the timing and chemistry that you need to go out there and have success on Sundays. Okay, so there's apparently... I- I'm not on my phone as much as young people, but there's a piece of video that somebody coughed and you kind of had some reaction and everybody's like, <laughs> Joe Burrow's afraid of coughing. And I'm like, no, it probably startled him. So first of all, explain the <laughs> coughing video. I haven't seen it. Explain it. I honestly don't even remember it happening in the press conference. I could have been reacting to something completely different. Uh, but based off of the clothes that I was wearing, that had to be week two week three, somewhere around there. So several weeks ago, but I don't even remember the interaction okay. in the in the press conference, to be honest. But my staff wrote down seven things that people in America are afraid of. Okay. So I'm going to give you them. There's one here I do not like at all, and I'm not a phobia guy. Okay. Uh, but you tell me, not a fan, no biggie. Here's mine. I do not like snakes, like at all. Snakes. I like snakes. You like snakes? I like snakes. You could grab a snake. Yeah, I could grab a snake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, spiders. Hate spiders. Okay, why? I had to get my, I had to get my mom to get the spider out of my room <laughs> several times growing up. <laughs> so my daughter is ridiculous. I'm like, a snake has eaten a person a spider is the it's the size of a pen so what is it with yeah. spiders I don't the know. legs it's a great question yeah. i don't have the answer okay for you. heights they don't bother me i like looking down clowns clowns don't bother me the dark no i'm not scared of the dark cooper cup with two minutes left <laughs> that I'm scared of. <laughs> Everybody is afraid of that. Yeah. 
Um, we're done. That's good. So uh, right now today, this is Tuesday afternoon. This airs Wednesday morning. I've got to ask a perfunctory, how do you feel? You told me you bruised like a peach. Seriously, what's sore this second? Uh, uh, well, I just got done working out for the last two days, so that's what I'm really sore from. I felt great after the game. Uh, I'm not, I think I'm getting better at not taking those hits that – I took in my rookie year and parts of last year. And so I'm learning how to negate those effects on my body. So I've been feeling great. Good for you, Joe. Appreciate it. Yep. Thanks. See you next week. The volume. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.